What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Writing with Russo. I'm here with the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE head writer, Vince Russo. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, Chris. How are you? Doing okay, man. Doing all right. Uh, as of this uh, recording, we received some incredibly, incredibly tragic news of uh, former WWE Universal Champion, former WWE Champion, uh, Bray Wyatt, passing away. And uh, uh, IRS, as his dad, Mike Rotunda, uh, called Triple H, and Triple H uh, broke the news on Twitter, on X, uh, of the tragic, tragic, tragic loss. And Sean Ross Sapp reported from FIFO that uh, he contacted COVID earlier this year and ex exacerbated his uh, heart issues that he was dealing with. And unfortunately, um, although there was progression, which there was some rumors of him returning, unfortunately, it's, uh, it's went back to a worsened state. And uh, he is heart um, uh, attacked. He had a heart attack and um, unfortunately passed away. So, um, we talked, you and I talk about Bray Wyatt all the time as far as just the wonderful and incredible mind that he had that was even bigger than the business. Um, you were really high on Bray. We, we talked a lot of times about how you wish if there was one wrestler that you would return uh, to a role of a, of a head writer for, it would be Bray Wyatt. So here's your opportunity to share your thoughts on Bray and just go more into saying that go more into what you said before, as far as if there was one wrestler, it would be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Chris, this is one of those things um, where, you know, a brand member um, um, texted me and bro, I got to tell you, this is one of those times, you know, bro come on in, in our industry wrestlers pass away all, all the time we just lost terry funk yep. uh who you know i had the privilege of working with this bro honestly i i mean maybe chris i found out a couple of hours ago and and bro i'm sick to my stomach like i'm i'm absolutely sick to my stomach and bro here's the <laughs> here's the funny thing Bro, Bray Wyatt was such a great performer mm -hmm. that I swear, bro, this goes back to Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman was such a great performer that when he passed away with cancer, People actually thought he he he, he it, it was a stunt. Yeah. They actually thought that he faked his own death. That's how good a performer um, Andy Kaufman was. Mm -hmm. Bro, I thought about that. Mm. I literally thought about that. How how bro, let 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 me say this. Okay, man. I've been watching wrestling since the early 70s. Since the early 70s, you know, and all my time in it, bro, let me tell you this. This was the greatest portrayal 
Bray Wyatt slash Fiend slash Funhouse. This was the greatest portrayal of any character in the history of the wrestling business. Hmm. The history of the wrestling business, bro. And I know I'm talking about the Savages and I'm talking about the Pipers and I know I'm talking about the Rocks and I'm talking about the Austins. All of those people and, and you know, I had the opportunity to, to help have a hand with some of those characters. Bro, they were all an extension of themselves. I am talking about a straight character, a character out of a horror movie, a character that should have been a leading man in Hollywood, yes. a character that was so convincing that you believed that's who he was. This was the greatest portrayal of any character in the history of the professional wrestling business. And I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of characters. But I got to tell you, bro, with that, the dark place that Bray Wyatt, you know, Wyndham Rotunda had to pull this character from there had to be some darkness there. Hmm. there. There had to be something within him, bro. And, and I know, listen, man, I, I did, Chris, get to exchange a couple of DMs with him. And I know there was depression. I know he was, he was dealing with a lot of emotional issues. And, you know, I, I would read things about him and I would read and hear about that. So occasionally I would drop a DM trying to lift this guy's spirits up, telling him, bro, just how incredibly talented he was and ev everything is going to be okay. But, bro, for him to channel these characters and the evil in these characters, you know, I'm, I'm sure, bro, there were there were demons deep inside. But, bro, when I tell you, I'm not saying this because I am totally shocked and, 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 and the man just passed. I am saying this because it is the truth. You, you know, bro, number one with me is character. In the history of the business, bro, this and bro, I said it many times when he was alive. I said it many times. Why are you going back to the WWE, bro? You should have been the next, you know, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. I said that many times, bro, go to Hollywood. Let's let's build let's build a movie franchise for the next 25 years around this guy. I said that, bro. That's how good he was. And bro, I'm 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 going to tell you, man. I don't know, you know, I'm 62 years old. I doubt, bro, in my lifetime anyway, I'm going to see an individual come along who was as great as as this man was when it really came to a character and believability and and the commitment he made this guy was extraordinary bro extraordinary that's why it broke my heart and i said it many times his level of greatness was so high 
bro, that when you're bringing writers into the WWE, they're not going to be able to meet that. Like this is a this is a special gift, bro. That is so high up on that Richter scale. Writers are not going to be able to write up to his level, which had to be extremely frustrating for him because, bro, I am sure he saw things and wanted to do things that other people just could not comprehend. And I told you, Chris, what happens in that case is we start now pulling that talent down because you just, you can't match his creativity. And my God, bro, as tragic as this is, we saw a glimpse, Chris, that's all we saw of, of what this dude was capable of. We saw a glimpse, man. And that's why, like I said, man, this isn't, uh, you know, bro, pray for, you know, him, his family. This, bro, I am sick to the pit of my stomach mm. just knowing the, the town. And, and bro, he, here, here's what hurts me more than anything, bro. This is what saddens me more than anything. I just hope, bro. I hope he really knew how talented he was because, you know, bro, re wrestling has a way of, of, of making you think you're nothing without them. Bro, this guy did not need the WWE. He, he was in a world of his own, bro. And, uh, yeah, man, I, 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 you know, he, I read he leaves four kids behind. Um, he leaves a wife and a brother and I, I just, Man, bro, I just really hope he really, really understood how absolutely great he was. Bro, I, I, I can be honest with you. I've seen so many people pass in the business, so many people. The last time, and I did not know him. Bro, the last time I felt this way was China, and, and I knew her. We had a relationship. I never met Bray Wyatt in my life. Um. It, 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 bro, it, it just, it just sickens me. But I will go on the record to say, the greatest portrayal of any character in the history of the wrestling business. Hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of things I was thinking about uh, with this. One, uh, it's, it's similar to what you were saying as far as the pro wrestling business is concerned. It really is sad because pro wrestlers, unless you're and the upper echelon, and even the upper echelon, this still applies in a in a large way. It's sad, but it's true that this business really takes the identity away from people for their own, and it really predicates it upon the reactions of crowds, the comments on on X, the comments on Facebook, and it's really a "what do they think of me" type of business. And whatever they think of me, that's how I think about myself. And it, it really sad to see stuff like that. It really is. Um, speaking of that dark place, that dark hole that you've talked about before, you've known many wrestlers. I've built, I've, I've interviewed over 400 wrestlers. I've built many relationships with many, many, many of them on a, on a personal level. And they've, I've had deep conversations with them. And it was that. It was just, I don't. I don't know who I am. I'm, I'm so used of just, I don't know who, outside of that ring. I have no clue who I am. When I get the reaction in the ring, it's a whole different 
person. It's a whole different level. It's a whole different persona. It's like an out-of-body experience, you know, when you're in that ring. As soon as you go out, the adrenaline dumps, you you search, you know, you see what the crowd like likes, you you go to the webs, you you see what they feel, and it really can get you in a dark place. And uh, as far as just the the exacerbated heart issues, you know, it's reported that COVID does it. I'm not sure as far as what caused the issues from a heart. Even he was only 36, you know, to have those type of heart issues. I'm not sure how, um, you know, I, I know what I know as a psychology doctor. Stress can largely, I mean, greatly exacerbate heart issues. Uh, so I don't know if it had anything to do with stress. I don't I don't know enough, but I just hope it wasn't uh, uh, further exacerbated by stress issues, because that can really, really cause someone to really physiologically deteriorate, um, even at a young age. And, and I, I really hope it wasn't that. That's the first thing I was thinking of. The second thing I was thinking of is I think that the takeaway that the WWE can get from this is maximize the minds that you have in the business. Bray Wyatt should have been a head writer without a shadow of a doubt. If you didn't, if he was too wacky and wonky and bizarre for you in the ring, use that creativity, channel it and build some storylines from this, build some storylines from this mind and utilize it in a way that's causing riveting television, that's causing episodic television, that's causing someone to want to come back because it's captivating. It's fascinating. It's not just matches every single week you had somebody on the roster that could have completely transformed what episodic television looked like and you decided not to cash in on it man and and i'm like you gotta use those types of types of minds for a good cause and i think if he was still with us today that's one thing that could have been really advantageous for him post wrestling would have been a head writer, but I think here's the thing. Unfortunately, they let him go. There was just some things that just they that didn't click as far as his mind and what they wanted and pulling him down, like you said, and just the Ryback effect when it's like you're not going to be bigger than the business and all those factors calls, you know, came into play when he got let go. But why in the world would you let him go and then bring him back, but not utilize him in a way that could have been painted for to other wrestlers because a lot of people don't have the mind as like Bray Wyatt does cash in on that and have him start mentoring people as far as character development, as far as cutting promos, as far as really honing in the character and letting that just exude to the fans for them to react to it. So if I was, you know, speaking, from a standpoint of what we can learn from this, any mind that's back there that's as bizarre as Bray Wyatt that's came to you for different, you know, pitches and, and, and ideas and things like that, cash out on that stuff. And if you want to have this type of you're not going to be bigger than business and think outside the box, use that for the NXT kids. Use that for a lot of the mid-carters. Use those minds that you have right now backstage to be able to create and revolutionize. We've talked before you and I, as far as what could it take for raw to be to- a total overhaul and have a different look to it. 
it takes minds like Bray Wyatt to sit down and and tear every script that they have and just create a just a, a mental mini series of fascinating, riveting television. And that's my takeaway from all of this as far as how they can pay it for. Bro, he, he, here's here's what I um witnessed on many occasions in professional wrestling. And the one person that first comes to mind to me is the warrior. Mm-hmm. Bro, when you have such a brilliant mind and and you know there's something really special about this person. Now, if that's me, when I run into a person like this, bro, I'm I'm the kind of guy that I'm sitting at the edge of my seat and I'm keeping my mouth shut and I'm listening. For sure. Okay, when Warrior spoke, bro, I listened. Mm. Okay. But here's what I always experienced in wrestling. When you had somebody that had an intellect, a much higher intellect than the people he was working with, and the people he was working with could not comprehend the level of brilliance. And let's be honest, bro, in in some occasions, they would make you feel kind of stupid because they were so brilliant. Yeah. Immediately, bro, what comes after that immediately is they're difficult to work with. Yeah. Because, bro, when you talk about that, Chris, and when you lay that out, it's like we we saw what this man was capable of. I don't care what the issues are. How do you release this talent? Right. Like how, like how do you you release this talent because your intellect you are not intelligent enough to understand how intelligent he is. So yeah. it makes you feel inferior. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel insecure. So the best way to deal with that, Chris, is go. let's not have him around. Mm-hmm. Then we don't then we don't have to feel that way. Just the fact, bro, you're releasing a mind like that. Right. Is- yeah. At the very again, at the very least, you could have made him a writer. And we talk about all the time as far as just, you know, you're using a bunch of mid cards and people from outside the business to write a show. That's what we're seeing now. If you use minds like a Bray Wyatt, like a uh, Malachi Black, you know, I mean, brains like that to be a part of your writing team. I mean, you're, you're talking about riveting television that is that far surpasses just booking matches every single week. I want to come back because it's a saga. It's it, it's it's riveting. And that's the type of minds that we need to see in pro wrestling, man. And Chris, it's not only a writer. Okay, but bro, say Bray Wyatt doesn't know how to write. Okay, I'm sure he knows how to produce. Right. I mean, Chris, Chris, we talk about these backstage segments every week. Yeah. We talk about these segments, and you had a guy like him on your payroll. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, he, he does his own scripts. I mean, he does his own promos, you know what I mean? So like at the very least, the coach, you know what I mean? Like he could have been an NXT coaching, like promos is something that is really, really bad. A lot in the business. Why not capitalize on a mind like a Bray Wyatt's and have him coaching a lot of these wrestlers and saying, nah, I don't, I mean, like, why couldn't he be the modern day dusty Rhodes when it came to that? 
You yeah. know what I mean? Dusty Rhodes was another brilliant, brilliant mind that can, you know, turn, <laughs> you know, turn chicken crap and make it in chicken salad. And what he did was revolutionary to so many wrestlers by coaching them and helping them with their promos. You had someone like a Bray Wyatt to be that promo coach to say, man, I think we should move here in this direction with this person. It just seems like it may be really interesting if we unveil this element in this wrestler. Try it. I mean, why does it hurt? I mean, what does it hurt to try? You've already tried and failed so many, you know, iterations and incarnations of wrestlers anyways. Why not get a mind like Bray Wyatt to pitch some ideas and say, how about we try this and see where it goes? And Bray Wyatt had that mind to think way ahead of what we already saw. And that's what we need for that episodic television that Raw is producing. We need minds that causes us to think, man, it's just, I see the Easter eggs. There's, there's some, there's some teasers, something else is going on here. Not just match after match after match. And like I said, I mean, unfortunately he's passed away, but I think one of the biggest lessons that we can learn as critics of the business and, you know, to, to tell people who are in the business, as far as the writing team and the staff and the executive team for both, not even WWE, but AEW, NWA, Impact, everybody. If you have those type of minds backstage, capitalize on it as much as you possibly can. So, yeah. Vince Russo, uh, he is this guy right here to the uh, screen right of me, I think. And I am Dr. Chris. This, there we go. This is Writing with Russo. Have a good night, everybody.